Hey everybody, welcome to D Bronx Podcast. Uh, my name is Austin. I am joined here by my great co-host Ian. How you doing? Not doing bad. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty pretty well, though with quite a heavy heart. Um, Unfortunately. As, yeah, as uh, most anyone who's a Broncos fan, especially anyone who, who would be listening to this uh, deep dive of a podcast, uh, Vaughn Miller, um, the great Bronco, one of the all-time greats, future Hall of Famer, surefire Hall of Famer, has been traded to the LA Rams. Surefire ring of ring of famer too. He might be a yeah. Oh, definitely he a, ring. Oh, he'll definitely be a ring of famer. Yeah, I I think I think both of them are are definitive. I don't think there's a chance that he's not both a ring of famer and a hall of famer. Um, barring some something catastrophic and unforeseen, but uh, that is not not going to happen. So. Man, Kevin's not with us today. Uh, shout out to Kevin. Uh, wish he could be shout with out. us, but yeah, but man, this was, uh, I was on my way to work um, when I heard of the news yesterday. Um, I was driving to the office and uh, came up on my uh, sports app or whatever. And I was like, oh man. You gotta be kidding me! And I I read it wrong when I first read it. You know, said that he got traded to the Rams. I thought it said that he got traded for two late round picks, and I was no, like, it "Did it did? Did say that?" It, so I didn't read it wrong. No, no, you didn't read it wrong. It the original Adam Schefter report was he was traded for two late round picks, and I was like, "So <clears throat> those." fifth sixth seventh rounders i was like what well, kind of seems a little uh cheap <clears throat> and then it comes out oh no it's a it's a second and a third no you yeah. you re- you, re- you read it right i was gonna lose it if they traded you know one of the franchise icons icons one of the franchise icons super bowl mvp 11 years with the team if they had traded him for two late round picks, Ooh. I would have wow. suplexed my neighbor's cat <laughs> through a table. Oh, for sure! Like I would have, I would have lost it, dude. Like, oh my gosh! But in any case, so we, I, I just want to get your kind of initial thoughts on this. Um, I mean, we've kind of had, we've kind of had a, a full day uh, to sink in and right. Uh, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird because we're gonna have a game this weekend where he's not a Bronco and he's gonna suit up for a different team. So I think it's really gonna hit us again over the weekend. Uh, but what are your thoughts? Obviously, Von Miller has has <clears throat> released a couple things. You know, his farewells and his initial reactions and stuff like that. Yeah. What are yours? I mean, just over over encompassing your thoughts on Von Miller, the trade. Was it, you know, good idea, bad idea, et cetera? I just kind of want to get your thoughts. Well, I think I think the Broncos actually won in the trade just because probably wasn't gonna come back. 
So we do get a second rounder and a third rounder. Um, I knew I didn't know if the Broncos are going to be buyers or sellers at the um, at the trade deadline. Um, mm-hmm. You know, being four and four, you don't know. You know, you know, you know you're kind of in that you know, weird in between. Teams that we've beaten have all been pretty trash teams. So mm-hmm. you know, you never know. And you know, when we beat, uh, and we'll talk about this later, but we the uh, football team. Uh, it wasn't a great game. No. Your side. Um, but I didn't really, like I heard like some things about like hey, maybe Vaughn will get oh thank God he can go to school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on a better team. Um you know, I, you know, heard that. I heard, you know, a couple other teams. I uh, didn't really hear the Rams. The Rams kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, I d- the Cowboys were definitely interested. I believe they made an offer. Yeah, but I don't think they were given – They there was not enough assets. The Rams are like, hey, we'll give you a second and a third, and then Peyton's like, later. You know? <laughs> yeah, and well, I, and, uh, and it, in addition to that, and I'll just kind of let you – keep giving your thoughts. I just want to interject real quick. I, I, uh, my understanding is that, that Von Miller maybe had a little bit of a say in where to go. No, they, yeah, I heard that he, they were like, Hey dude, out of all the places, where would you like to go? I did definitely heard that too. I heard. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so he may have been why it ended up being to, the Rams instead of another one. I don't know what the compensation for the other ones were. So the other offers may have been. So I, I just don't know. But go but go ahead. No, I mean it, it is sad that he's not with us anymore. Um but you know you know not coming back next year uh probably would have left him free agency. Um and if we can get uh, I originally thought so I originally thought that they were getting draft picks to maybe go after like Deshaun Watson or something. I was like, oh, don't do that. I heard that and I was like, please don't, dude. Wait till next year. Go after Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or, you know, whoever you want to go after. Cause, and, you know, obviously in the draft, there's basically nobody. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, really... a, it's a bare bones draft for quarterbacks. It seems. Yeah. Yeah. We thought Rattler was going to be the guy, but this guy's been benched. Um, yeah. He's fallen but, way off, dude. Oh, yeah. He's fallen way off. But, you know, when it comes to Von Miller, I mean, he's an all time sacks leader for the Broncos, um, almost single handedly won Super Bowl 15. I mean, literally, almost mm-hmm. single handedly won that game. Um, He's an all-time great. Um, I'm glad they gave him the choice to like pick where he was gonna go, even though it's doing right by him. Yeah, doing right. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, if you were like, hey, you don't, you know, you don't kick Steve Atwater to the curb. You don't kick Von Miller to the curb. Um, mm-hmm. it, it it really sucks to see him go, but I'm glad he's going to a place that he might be able to win another championship because they look like they're. You know, they're two thumbs up over there, you know, but uh, 
They don't have a pick until I think like 2033 or something, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. They, they've given up. They've given up all their picks. They're all in. They don't they've given up all. They, they don't have a pick until the fourth round, bro. Bro. And that's <laughs> just this year. Round. They, they don't have picks, dude. <laughs> that is their, they're not going to draft. <laughs> Zero picks, dude. After Jalen Ramsey retires, Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald, they're still not going to have picks. Yeah, that's it's insane. (laughs) And you know, some people make. I mean, you can make the argument that, like, look, that's what you do. Your goal is a Super Bowl. You do whatever you got to do. Now, of course, I think. If you can do it without selling everything <laughs> off, then sure. But like, you do whatever you got to do. So like, if you win the Super Bowl, it's ultimately all worth it. You know, that's kind of the thinking. So I get it, but my right. goodness, I've never seen a team trade off picks the way that they have. Um, they started now, with uh, they they started with the uh, Matt Stafford. You know, that's where it started. Well, yeah, multiple first, and I, you know, I still wish we would have done that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I we still that. wish we had Matt Stafford. I mean, not that I hate the quarterbacks that are on our team, but I would believe me. No, man, no. I mean, you know me. I'm I'm Matt one of the Stafford. biggest backers of Teddy. You know, to a certain degree, while having a realistic understanding that he's not the future of the franchise, you know, uh, I definitely am a bigger backer than, <clears throat> you know, a lot of, a lot of people in Broncos country. No, no, you I, know. you know, I still, I, I still think I know. Yeah, Cause obviously I like Teddy, obviously he's a human being. Um, I, and I think he's, I think he's, a, I've always said he's a, he's a great, I think we both on, on our staff, we have two good backup quarterbacks. We don't have a, uh, you know, franchise guy. Teddy's a great backup. Drew Locke, yeah, he could be a good backup. We don't know yet. I mean, I think Teddy. You know, well, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to get too much into the conversation just yet. I mean, just I don't think. I think Teddy Bridgewater is a good bridge starter. Like no one, I don't think at this point anyone's going to build a team around him and be like you're our franchise guy. That's not going to happen. <clears throat> but he is a average to maybe slightly above average, just depending on the offense that he's in. Uh, or if he, or starter. On I think he's a starter. I don't think, I, I don't think he's a backup. He's not. Uh, I personally don't think he's a backup. He's just not a franchise guy. So you're not going to, you know, there's, there's only maybe between five and 10 franchise quarterbacks active. In the in the league at any given time. So that leaves 20 plus uh, starters who are not franchise guys that are still, you know, at least some of them are going to be quality starters. And I think, I think that's where Teddy Bridgewater falls. I think he's a, he's a, he's a quality average starter. And I think when you have good coaching, good play calling and all those things around him, he's going to do, he's going to be, but he's not, but he's, he's a starter in my opinion, not a backup. He's just kind of the bridge guy. You, he's going to – that's where I'm at. I I know that a lot of people are the whole, hey, we don't know about Locke. I'm definitely right. firmly planted in the, yes, we do know. We're just 
don't want to admit right. it because that means right. that we don't have hope. You know, people just cling to any little bit of hope that they can find. And for some people, that hope is, well, we still technically have a guy who is on his rookie contract and we drafted him kind of high. Well, yeah, but we already saw it. We saw it and it, it was bad. It was one of the worst quarterback performances I've ever seen from it somebody started who off was good, a starter. Started, started off good, kind of went bad, you know, and that's where we – where uh <clears throat> we go into the uh coaching problem well and it, but even those first five games he went four and one but by no means outside of one game was he the reason that we won those games by no means uh, if you go back and look game. at those if you go back and look at those performances i mean he was he was just kind of a, he was an okay average guy through five games with one standout performance that's why he didn't get drafted in the first round. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, but anyways, I mean, Vaughn Miller's the main topic. Vaughn Miller is kind of the yeah, the, main the main topic, topic. here. And, uh, do you have anything else what, that you want to? No. What are your What are your feelings on Vaughn Miller leaving? I'm, I mean, it hurts, man. <laughs> it does. It does I mean, hurt. How can you say it, it any other hurt. way? It does. It hurt. hurts. Like it's it sucks, man. I I. I I get it. I, I like, I can, I understand the move and I don't, I don't hate Peyton for it. And as a matter of fact, I think, uh, you know, good. the comp- compensation that we got for it was, was pretty good. I mean, all things considered. Uh, and no. you know, I, I, I would have, I, I can say definitively that I'd be more happy if he was still on the team. Um, True. And, you know, we had him going into uh, the Dallas Cowboys game. You know, I'd be more happy if that were the case. Um, but I but I do still, like, I understand it. I get the move. And, man, right. I, I mean, we just saw him. I mean, we, 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 saw, we, saw, we saw this man grow up before our eyes, you know. And literally. He's, he's a literally. couple of years older than I am. So I'm not, like, speaking, like, as if I'm, like, an elder and watched him grow, you know. But, like from the type of person that he was when he first got in the league to who he became is just like almost yeah. night and day. Yeah, um, I mean, like he had the like, same, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, he was kind of like, you know, loose. And then now yeah. he's uh dude, he, he's got a chicken farm in Denver. Well, he was always a Texas boy. Like, let's not get, let's not get that mistaken, but like, Oh, for sure. He was just, I mean, I mean, wh- what was that situation he got suspended for? We tried to get someone else to take the test for him or something, and yeah, I, I, there was there was a weed thing one time. Yeah, just I mean, just just some carelessness, and so, but you know, obviously, Demarcus Ware takes him under his wings, and he he grows into this guy that's just positive all the time, and and becomes this you know leader, you know leader who not only was a leader but like just dominated on the field, <clears throat> becoming a franchise icon. We just saw the kind of all the steps throughout that, and all the the process throughout that, and you know he put out his. It was like 11 minutes long where he's kind of, he's, he's off just, just talking to Broncos country, just things that he'll remember. And man, I was like, this is hard to watch. Like, 
I'm gonna tear up right now. Like this is my dude here, you know. <laughs> and yeah, uh, it was tough to watch. Yeah, and it was like, man, this this is this is painful seeing this guy leave. Um, but I, I, you know, I think it's. I'm kind of a Rams fan now. Like, I'm not a Rams fan. Trust me, Obviously. but like, but like. I'm I'm rooting for them to make some noise. As long you know, you know, and I, I've heard other people say as long as he doesn't, you know, if we go on a run and get to the Super Bowl and it's us versus L.A., it's oh, not going to happen. <laughs> but that's that's about the only time that I would root against the Rams at this point is if it was us versus them in the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. So I you know I, I want to see him go do well. Uh, I want to see obviously win another Super Bowl if he can. Uh he 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 deserves it. And and here's the thing is yeah. he deserves it largely because of his loyalty. You know what I mean? Like like we tr- But it wasn't because he was trying to force his way out by any stretch. Like he he was always What's committed that? to the Broncos through every Simeon, Paxton Lynch, Case Keenum you name it. Like he was, he was committed to the Broncos specifically that he wanted to be a part of the reason that we got through the, the kind of the post Super Bowl lull. You know what I mean? The post Manning lull. And he wasn't, he wasn't trying to bail as soon as we were not a top team, which you see that. Never tried to bail. Never Never tried tried to bail. bail. Even this year, never. And, and I think that makes me want to hit, to see him win a Super Bowl even more, even if it's with somebody else, because no, he was I, I so agree. damn loyal. He was loyal. He's just like man. He, it's just you can't root for it. You can't. You can't not root for somebody like him. And uh, I mean, he's. I mean, that team, that defense. I mean, that team is all was already dominant before he got there, and now he's got you know. Oh. He, I mean, my goodness. I mean, Aaron Donald, I don't think he's, you know, I know he's had a couple of good guys next to him, but like, I don't think he's ever had to him. No. So, so now, so you know the I mean? Rams are thinking like, so the Rams are thinking now they're like, so Von Miller's not going to be double teamed and maybe Aaron Donald's not going to be double teamed. Uh oh! You can't, you can't double both of them on every play. <laughs> you yeah, can't do exactly. it exactly. So obviously you're so, going to double Aaron Donald more often than not. I would say. Well, he's younger, and you know, he's the best defensive player in the league. More than likely, <laughs> you know, he might be. I mean, at the end of the, I mean, besides uh, besides Bruce Smith, he might be the best defender of all time. <laughs> he's up there, man. He's up there, yeah. So, uh, but and 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 he's never had a guy, and he's done all that without having a guy like Von Miller next to him. Now he's got a Von Miller exactly. next to him, and 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 now Von Miller has a guy like Aaron Donald next to him. Von Miller's never had that. He's never had that. Never had that. Now, don't get me wrong. We all loved Demarcus Ware, and you know when he was here, and like. Hasn't had any good pass rushers next to him, but nothing in the realm of Aaron Donald. No, I mean we thought Bradley Chubb was going to be the guy, but you know, you know, now he's going to have these guys. Now he's going. Now he's going to have his one on ones where he's able to just get free in the backfield. I mean, I'm happy for him. I don't want to spend too much time talking about the Rams. 
but damn. Yeah, it's uh, this is officially now a Rams podcast. Oh, for uh definitely not no i i'm just happy for von miller in the sense that he has the opportunity to go be on a winning team this year make a run of the super bowl um and i mean agreed he is the one who kept putting it in our heads that he may be back you know we'll always you know what i mean we'll always want him back yeah. Now I don't we'll always want him back. I don't know. Like, what am I trying to say here? I don't necessarily no, think that means like, oh, he's coming back this off season. But like, he just he like he kept referencing like Shannon Sharp, like how Shannon Sharp left, went to the Ravens, came back after he won the Super Bowl, and Von Miller himself was the one who referenced that specific situation on more than one occasion <clears throat> and 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 he says broncos for life you know when i said that i meant it like i think that if there is an opportunity for him to come back to denver as a player not just like as a one day sign the contract and retire bronco but i mean like as a, like an as an actual like still active player I think right. he's going to take that opportunity, and I, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm dreaming over here with like, oh, hey, we sign, we sign Aaron Rodgers in the off season, we sign or oh. we trade for Aaron Rodgers, we trade for Russell Wilson, and then, and then Von Miller was like, hey, I'm going to come back for cheap. I'm just like, dude, that would be heaven on earth. That's Christmas but, Day, bro. That's Christmas. That's Day, Christmas dude. morning. <laughs> Dude, yeah, you get you get Aaron Rodgers and Von Miller, dude. Like what, dude? <laughs> Com- that's the thing is a maybe that was the conversation with Peyton. You know what I mean with George Peyton. Maybe that was the conversation. Be like, hey, Von, we need these picks so we can go get a quarterback, so we can trade we're for one bring of these you guys. Back. <laughs> but then we're gonna bring you back this off season. So make sure you don't sign an extension with the Rams because we're gonna get one of these guys. And you're going to be part of the reason why, because you took this deal for the Broncos, and now you're going to come right back in the offseason after you won your Super Bowl with the Rams, and then you're going to help us win another Super Bowl because we're going to have Aaron oh, Rodgers, God. or we're going to have Russell Wilson, or we're going to have whoever. Dude. He would have dude. loved to be a fly on that wall when dude. they were telling him, hey, we're dealing you, but – I think he would be that loyal <laughs> that if they brought this to him, we're like, hey, this is our idea. What do you think? He's like, yeah, dude, send me to Rams. I'll be back next. I'll be next back next year. <laughs> oh yeah, just like, like a, he would go like, hey, I will take this fall so you can get the pick, so we can get a quarterback. I'll see you next year. What if he goes and just like infiltrates and destroys? Like he just like oh the, you oh know, you, the mean like, time, you mean like you mean like when uh, when Kraft and Belichick sent Josh McDaniels to the Broncos. <laughs> Oh, that was a dick move. <laughs> Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I hope not. Oh my I gosh! That's, that's. I mean, that's. That, that, that's that uh, sad. that's that, horrid that memories there. That 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 was sad. He just he just brought yeah. I'm now I'm fitting to cry. <laughs> years. That's a, that was his Orton years. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> 
So, uh, Tim Tebow, love you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm so mixed about the Von Miller thing. Just because I'm so yeah. sad. I do not it, want to see it, him in another it, uniform. Don't want him I mean, to be on a different was, team. But man, we got good compensation for it, and he wants to come back. And man, if we can get him back, we you know we do this little light rebuild or whatever you want to call it. I don't think we're that far off. And and I know every team always has you know every fan always has this hope that we're all, we're we're just a couple moves away. But I really but I really do think that like we have a lot of the not- pieces. We're not you know, that far off. We're yeah, not and if that we, far and off. if we did, if we did get like a Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers Ooh. or even even that next tier of like a Matt Ryan. Not 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 hear hear me on this. I'm not saying that like that's my one of my like oh I'm super excited about getting Matt Ryan, but he's not the same as as he's he's a, definitely above the tier of like when we got Case Keenum or when we got. Uh, even Bridgewater or uh, Joe Flacco, yeah. like he's above that tier. And even this year, up until this week, we had a, he had a bad week this week. He was number two in the league in passing. We talking about Bridgewater? No, Matt Ryan. Oh yeah, Matt Ryan's been destroying it. I don't think like he's a first... tradable piece. I don't think that they're going to trade him because his contract is a is a dumpster fire. But. Um, you never know. I mean, with the the situations that's going on in Atlanta, you never well, know. With, but uh, but 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 he has the. I think it's. The, I think he has the like next year he'll have the second highest cap hit of any player in the NFL, or something like that. Something ridiculous. Yeah. Behind only like Patrick Mahomes. Um, Ooh, that guy. Let's not go there. We're not even gonna go there. We're not even gonna go there. We'll just enjoy the flail while it happens and not jinx it. Um, but like, you know, my I just Matt Ryan's one of the names that comes to mind. Even even a Kirk Cousins. I don't. Again, not super excited about those names as I am like a Russell Wilson or a Aaron Rodgers, but. But I do think that those like those guys are not the same as like bringing in a Joe Flacco or a Case Keenum or some of these attempts that we've made, <clears throat> where it's really just middling to below average quarterback play. Um, yeah. I think they're. I mean, because both of those guys have been top ten quarterbacks in the league this year. Um, but none I, of so. Them, anyways, go ahead. None of none of them would be top ten quarterbacks under. Coaching yeah, well, staff. the coaching staff. Yeah, the coaching that, that <laughs> all of this is to say with a different coaching staff because, and that's and I was telling like I was explaining off air, Ian. I'm like at a point where I'm basically withholding all judgment against all players as long as they're under this coaching staff. Like, like I was saying, like how is it that that Ronald Darby, Kyle Fuller, Justin Simmons up until this game, and a lot of you know not every game. A lot, you know, about half of the games with Kareem Jackson, that all of them just suddenly have, are ineffective and hit a wall all at the exact same time. That just that doesn't happen. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, it's a couple, coaching I'll tell thing. you, I'll tell you, Kareem Jackson. I love the guy. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's legit. I mean, I saw him 
come in, run defense, come in, miss a complete tackle. Like he just, you know, he's he trying to spear him. Missed. But I've also seen that with tackle. Justin Simmons. So I mean that can't I don't, well, yeah, I don't know yeah. if that well, yeah, is we, an indicator. Yeah, but you don't know Justin Simmons, you know, slightly younger. Well, I mean, well younger, but well, yeah, um, but you see you see a missed tackle and say it's over. I yeah, no. I, I disagree yeah, with and that. I, and I was talk I was talking to a, a a guy on um I don't know, uh it was one of the mile high huddle things, but like it was like, you know, texting or, you know, and he was like, Oh, he's like, Simmons had a great game. I'm like, dude, he had two picks on drives where they're throwing the ball into the end zone because he'll marry time left. Essentially. Yeah. 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 You got, I mean, great. You get the two picks, but like, uh, but on fourth down, it's actually almost better for those to not be picked off. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah, but you know, guy was like, "Oh no, he had a great game," and I'm like, "No, I was like, you know, he had you know, no." I don't no, hold up. I, I I I do think he had a great game. I just don't think it was in the picks weren't why. I think I think the people who had the best game with were the the linebackers. No, I disagree. I think our expectations were the lowest with the linebackers. So therefore, when they didn't completely fall apart, we're like, "Damn, they're having a great game." I thought Kenny because, Young did pretty. I think Kenny Kenny Young did pretty I, I'm well. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that they did poorly. I do think they did pretty well, especially considering the circumstances with Kenny Young. I'm just saying that after last week, our expectations were so so low, low for the linebackers. <laughs> yes, they were low. They were super low. Anything close to average court or, or linebacker play was was going to be like damn. They're excellent. I don't think they were the best part of the defense uh, on Sunday. I just think that our expectations were so low that when they held up, we were like really impressed. Because I think, I mean, I think Shelby Harris, Dramont Jones, uh, I think Justin Simmons, (laughs) because Justin Simmons not in the pick department, but but like some of the hit, like he had like. He had a third and one stop on a flat play where he no, blew up the guy that was a great play. in that the backfield. And then he did play. it again on fourth down later in the game. Did it again on fourth down later in the game? Or maybe it was reversed. Maybe it was fourth down earlier in the game and third down. Either he did it twice. He did it twice. And then he had obviously the interceptions, which are kind of like, I don't really get because of the situations. I'm not really giving him that much credit for the interceptions. Um, right. And then you had Patrick Sertan putting on another clinic, you know, and like, oh, so, love this guy. So, so I don't, so I, I don't, I don't think the, <laughs> the linebackers were the best part. I think we just had the lowest expectations. So when they did well, we're like, no, you could be, <laughs> you could be, yeah, you, you might be right on that one, but at the same time, we're playing a quarterback that's from old dominion university <laughs> old <laughs> dominion our stopping ground dude oh i know good Man, old if if, virginia if they're playing any other quarterback it uh but that's that's the problem with this 
coaching staff. It's 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 effing. It's maddening. It it, it is absolutely maddening. And right. I I was even listening to uh, I can't remember who it was. I was listening to somebody. It's just it's just it's like Fangio somebody and also Shermer. Like Shermer, as bad as he was, they were talking about like his play calling is actually regressing. Like it's actually getting worse. As time goes and along, how, better. And how is that humanly possible? It, it, that exactly. How, how can you be worse? But then we see it. We see it every week. That it just seems to get worse and worse. It gets more and more uninspired, more and more uncreative. Or in what is that? Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying. Uncreative. Um, yeah, yeah, uncreative. It gets more and it just. Every single week. And at what point do the players just start quitting because you just like you're just discouraged? Like, man, are you serious? You seriously want to run this play right now? Like, you exactly. kidding me? All they gotta do, all the players collectively, all they have to actually do is you know, do just a little homework assignment and be like, hey, Google Pat Shermer. He sucked at the Browns. <laughs> he definitely sucked with the Giants. And then you think this guy's I mean, I'm pretty sure that's why Eli Manning quit. Like yeah. the guy is like you can't throw man, this guy I mean, I mean, the end of that game, I was like, what? And then I'm like, Fangio, what are you doing, dude? Like, you're supposed to be the head coach, quote, unquote, head coach. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're either having like a heart attack because you've eaten too many uh, uh, meatballs or something, dude. Like, like, I was just watching the end of this game. I'm like, dude, are you trying to actively lose the game? Now you, you yeah, should and then, well, and then what's worse win is, the game. What's worse is then as as the absolutely terrible leader that he is, he just blames the whole offensive coaching staff. Yeah, when he should blame himself, be like, "Hey, he's like, um, oh yeah, all the offenses, uh, all the all the job. coaches thought it was a good idea. All the offensive coaches thought it was a good idea." I'm pretty sure now that he's not even a good defensive coordinator. Yeah, even that's not even going for him anymore. Like he, uh, I've never seen a coaching staff get less out of their players. They have a t- I, again. It's no oh, coincidence storm, that the entire yeah. NFL collectively agreed that the Broncos had one of the top tier rosters in the league. Oh yeah, yeah. We we also it's not a coincidence have- that everyone. Everyone kind of collectively were like, yeah, that roster is stacked. And then guess what happens? The coaching staff has Thank no you. clue how to use it, has no clue how to get the best out of the players, has no clue how to motivate man, has no clue how to call plays. Like, they're just – I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't think anybody understands it because it's like – now we understand. Now we now we actively understand why Vic Fangio's never been a head coach in the NFL. He, oh, oh, he's been in a, he's been in the league for forty years. Well, why the hell has he never been a head coach? 
Leave it to John oh, Elway. Of this shit. <laughs> Leave it to yeah. John Elway to give him the first shot at it, though. Oh yeah, no, like he Elway. he he's the one guy that didn't see what everyone else saw. And I don't know about this guy being oh. a head coach, but John yeah, Elway's like, oh hell yeah, yeah, dude. Hey. yeah. You know, John Elway can throw touchdowns. He can win super. Oh well, he can win a couple Super Bowls, not the other ones that <laughs> got blown three. out. Of. Yeah, not the ones you got blown. I mean, you didn't lose Super Bowls; you got blown out. Yeah, um, even even with two of those three, they were favored. Yeah, yeah, the Redskins. Yeah, oh, they were favored with the Redskins by a lot. <laughs> what did you lose? Like forty-two to ten? Like you know, forty-two like, to ten, I believe it was. Yeah, and then it's like, hey, man, he's like, but you know what? I know, I can draft good quarterbacks and hire great head coaches. Oh, yeah, take a back seat, homie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, create create an own job that doesn't even actually exist. Promotes be... himself because he's doing a poor job. <laughs> so that he doesn't have to do the job that, that he's doing shit? poorly Who the hell does anymore? that? Dude. Who the hell does that? He, and they still say he's he's a boss. I'm like, no, dude. He's not a is boss. It, it's because the team has no leadership. It's, I mean, this is Kevin talks even, about all the time. It starts from the even, top. There's no leadership. Even Jeff Bezos, who owns Amazon's, like, ah, I don't really want to mess with that shit. Yeah, and I, that <laughs> report came out on Sunday that paid Manning's not actively in any conversations about ownership. Yeah, he, well, he got his ring of fame. He's like, I want to back away from this situation. Yeah, like well, the, until they figure this crap out, I also like, well, I don't think I don't think he likes the Colts organization. So I think Broncos organization is kind of his adopted organization. That I think he loves the fans, the Colts fans, but I I don't think he likes the Colts organization very much. No, Jim, I, no, no, Jim Ursay is he's an asshole. Yeah, and I think I think, but Peyton Manning just being the guy he is, he would never say that. But I think. I, he seems to be. He seems to. He seems like he's truly a Bronco. You know what I mean? Like he seems like he's fully Bronco. He loves his, the fans of the Colts and all that, but like I think he's truly a Bronco. Like he'll show up to the Colts things and do kind of like his what he's expected to do. But he's a Bronco. I think I and 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 well, you I mean, know you probably you have got- Colts fans saying the same thing. Oh, he's a Colt. Like, but I really no. do think like if even if you look no further than the fact that he's chosen to to raise his family here, raise his kids, yeah. uh, not here. I you know, yeah. but in Denver, obviously I'm in Idaho, yeah, yeah. but in Denver, yeah. and it's a state of mind, bud. Yeah, I think I think he's just. I think he's fully bought in to being a Bronco. And well, you got you got to think, you got to think the Colts screwed him over with that yeah. neck injury. Screwed mm-hmm. him over. I mean, I understand why they did it. I mean, you're like, oh, here's Andrew Luck, but at the same time, you got, you know, one of the greatest NFL players to ever play the game. Yeah. Um. And then, you know, you come to, you know, he comes to Denver and, um, you know, obviously he's great friends with John Elway, um, you know, owns, you know, owns a house. 
not I was about to say here. <laughs> not it's hard not, not to say here. It is. It's it's hard to Broncos say. Like, oh, where are you from? Hey, dude, I'm in Virginia Beach, man. <laughs> nah, he doesn't yeah. live here. <laughs> Bruce Smith does, but not not Peyton Manning. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like he just had like um, I don't know, like a you know, a a better career in Denver than he ever had with the Colts. And we didn't separate the way that Indianapolis separated with him. Like, I think that's still, I think, you know, if you were to talk to Peyton like today and be like, are you still butthurt? He'd probably be like, yeah. Yeah, they kind of did, you know, you know, stick it in and break it off. I mean, I mean, that was their guy for the longest time. And, you know, he had a, you know, the next surgery and they're like, yeah, you know what? You can go F yourself later. And then he goes to two Super Bowls with the Denver Broncos. And, you know, you know, hooks up with uh, John Elway, you know, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Not one of the greatest GMs of all time, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can never not say. I know the greatest thing that John Elway ever did for the Broncos organization was bring Peyton Manning into the fold. Yeah. Other now, than him being like the quarterback, his I mean, first obviously, also Von Miller. Oh yeah, that 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 first draft pick, yeah, that first draft pick that he ever made, Von Miller. I mean, who wouldn't have picked? So him? he he was he, while himself, he is a Broncos icon. He also was responsible for getting two additional Broncos icons here. True. He also in, uh, brought in Paxton well, Lynch. Well, I I know we we don't need to discuss <laughs> all his shortcomings. <laughs> Because this would be a never-ending podcast. There's a lot more shirt coming. <laughs> Dude. Uh, in other news, though, just turning the attention, uh, Carrie Vincent Jr., uh, man, talking about, you know, ones that are going to really hurt. I mean, I, I thought yeah. I thought losing Vaughn Miller was hard. Dude, you're talking at my heartstrings, bud. Losing Vince, Vincent Jr. Man, dude, I did. I almost cry when I was like, Kerry Vincent got traded for a sixth round pick. I, I, that's that's Man. when that's when you know they're just trying to burn everything to the ground. Yeah, I was like, wow, dude. I was like, all right, so he was a seventh round pick, right? And they got a sixth rounder for him, and he's never played in the NFL. Huh. Face the franchise. Weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, obviously, on a serious note. <laughs> I can't believe this guy's never played an NFL game. We drafted Should him have. this year in the seventh round, and we get a sixth round for him. <laughs> exactly. And he played for LSU. So, um, you know. They've got to be – they got to be corners, man. I mean, really something's got to be – I mean, a sixth rounder for a seventh rounder, and the guy hasn't had a snap in the NFL? Like – off of a practice squad, like crazy. Is right? Is George Payton like? Is he chloroforming people? Like, dude, I'm gonna give you a, 
I mean, there's, there's, how do you get a, it was a couple of months ago. This guy was picking a seventh round. Then you give a seven, you give a sixth rounder. You're like, oh, no, I'll give you a sixth rounder for him. Yeah, they got to be super hurting. That's the only reason. The only way. I'll take it though, man. I ain't going to complain about it. That's for damn sure. I mean, we weren't going to use them. I mean, no, 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 not a chance. I mean, Callahan's hurt. Callahan's hurt. hurt. Yeah. Callahan's hurt once again. Uh, Always. And I love the guy when he's playing. It's just, he's never playing. Um, That's why we didn't, that's why we didn't try. It's really, I think why we didn't trade Fuller. Oh, I I think that definitely played a role, but I, I was talking with Kevin and I'm sure you oversaw some of it because it was Probably. our group chat uh, talking with Kevin. And, I, and I'm thinking, like, hey, you either got to play him or you got to trade him. Like, at this point, like, you know, obviously you can't trade him now. But, like, leading up to today, you either got to play him or you got to trade him. Like, you can't just sit on $9.5 million and just not get anything from him. I think it's $10 million, bud. I think it's ten. I think it's well, it's, $10 it's approaching ten. I think it's nine point something. Um, but in any case, like you can't like he had, he had some bad games this year and we were all like, yeah, no, we need to get Darby in there instead. Yeah. And, that, and I, I think that was the better move. However, you can't just sign someone who's had a pretty long career of being a good cornerback. Yep. And at times great um mm-hmm. and then just say hey you had three or four bad games so we're literally never gonna play you again yeah that one kind of like you're literally never stepping on the field again like you're not just not starting you're never playing like that that again that to me it's just that's just awful awful coaching Awful leadership. Like that's not what you do. A leader, you know, you know what a leader does is like when a guy makes a mistake, you go directly at him. Like, like you think of like like a quarterback. If somebody drops a catch, like drops a ball, you go to them again. You give them the opportunity to redeem themselves. You give them the opportunity to not have them sit on that in their mind long term. You give them the opportunity to quickly go make a play. Like, hey, you screwed up. Fine, go make another play. Yeah, and. Now again, we I'm not saying that removing him from the starting lineup was a bad move because it wasn't. That was necessary because Darby was back and Fuller had been a liability in coverage. Right, yeah. But that doesn't mean that you that he should just never touch the field again. Right. And I know that I know that they were like, you know, they saw, you know, Patrick Sertan was playing, you know. I'd say fairly well. I mean, not great, but fairly well. But it's like, but the whole thing with Kyle Fuller, Vic Fangio knows this guy like his own child. Yeah. And when Vic Fangio probably sat him down and was like, nope, you're no longer playing. It's like, uh, all right. He gave up some bomb plays, but you're paying a guy almost ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. If he, I mean, if he's not, re- you know, if he's not working out, you know, you go a different direction. But just to be like, 
Because I remember the game that happened where he was uh, – and after that, done. And I'm like, yeah. what? And that, and that's, and that's my point. Like that's, that's my point is he can't like, okay. If you were done with him, then trade him. Don't let him rot on yeah. the bench and get nothing for him. Even if all you got was a seventh rounder, even if like, dude, get the money get off rid of, the books. You get, you get rid of the books. Yeah. Get the money off the books. Even if it's only part of it. Because there's no point in like do like if you're literally just never gonna play him again, get literally anything that you can, a seventh rounder or the money off the books or half the money off the books. You can't just pay him nine and a half million dollars to sit on the bench and do nothing when you could have gotten something for him. And nobody can tell me that you couldn't have gotten anything for him because he's only because again, would he play four games this year or something like that? Three or four games. Like yeah. he's not like that. That means he's four games in everybody else's eyes in the NFL. He's four games removed from being a good corner because he was good enough last year that we gave him almost $10 million this year. So somebody like at a premium position, like cornerback in a mm-hmm. passing league where everyone always needs more cornerbacks, someone would have been willing to give you a seventh rounder for him. I promise you probably every t- team in the league would have been like, yeah, seventh rounder. Hell shoot. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Who cares? But to get nothing for him, that means you damn well better play him now. Honestly. I've heard that there was no nobody wanted anything to do with Kyle Fuller, and it was kind of the reason why Charles Nagy didn't re-sign him with the with the Bears. Guy's done. Well, he, you know what I mean. I, but that, but that was not the case last year. So, so why, why would, why would I just don't? I'm not, I'm not catching that drift. Like, he was good last year. Like, that's not. No, he was good last year. But apparently, the reason why they didn't retain him is they thought, you know, nothing left, nothing left, and that's why no other. Teams went after him other than us, and then we gave him a one-year deal. Not like, not not like we gave Darby. We gave him a three-year deal, and he's injury-prone. I've seen that guy. I'm just. I don't think there was. Market for him, if you know, when it came, you know, came to the trade deadline, I don't think there was a market for him. If that makes sense, I don't think there's a market for him. Well, I, I just okay, so I haven't, I personally have not heard that. Uh, I mean. I personally haven't heard that nobody went after him in the in in off season. I mean, obviously, if he had a chance to 
hook back up with the coach that he was the most successful with on a team that looked like they were pretty talented roster wise. Uh, I just, if, if literally nobody wanted him at all last year, I don't think, I don't see why we would have given him almost $10 million. Um, Seems real dumb to give him that much. If nobody made an offer to him. Um, That's especially if he was talking to him. Did you remember? Well, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying is because he was a late, he was a late day signing. He got signed late into the off season. Like he wasn't like oh one of those, um like coveted, um free agents. Like they released him. Then we got him like when nobody else was going after him, and that's why we got him. And I, yeah, I believe me, I don't know why we paid ten million dollars for one. You don't. Honestly, I've never heard anybody you you pay you pay somebody $10 million for one year. Uh, I, that's not, I, I wasn't that blown away by, by that. Um, Corner. Ugh. It's kind of a weird one. I don't know. I'm, I'm, this is, I mean, this is the first I'm hearing of any of this and I, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, not, not to, not to, uh, Say yeah, not that you're I'm not Adam trustworthy Schefter. or anything, but like, yeah, not that why, I'm why, why did none of us? Why did literally not one of us say any of this when we signed him? Like, yeah, we did. Why wouldn't we've been like, <laughs> oh, why are we signing him? He's done. If if that was the the consensus, why are we just now saying it that oh, the consensus that he's done? Well, I think at the time we were so like crazy for cornerbacks because you know you remember last season when all the cornerbacks went out. I mean, we were literally like, you know, you draft one in the first round, you get Darby, and you still have Callahan, who's, you know, injury prone. You know, every time somebody sneezes on him, he blows an ACL or something. And then we're like, all right, well, we'll get fuller, you know. All right. So now we have, now we have um, a cornerback room. We didn't have that last year. We didn't have a cornerback room last year because everybody, you know, every, you know, every, you know, every time they just went down with injuries. So if we were like, hey, is that guy, hey, hey, did, is Fuller breathing? Sign him. Sign him. Because we didn't I have anybody. Okay. This, this, okay. Uh, this is just, this is all foreign to me. This is, I mean, this is all. Every every part of what you're saying is foreign to me. I haven't heard you say anything like this before. I haven't heard anyone say anything like this before. Everyone, not just me, you, and Kevin, but everyone was excited that we signed him. Everyone, like nobody was like, "Oh, he's done. We shouldn't have signed him." Like that. This is the first I'm hearing of literally any of this. And he wasn't no. necessarily. He was not a late. He was not a late free agent signing. He signed out. He signed on day one in March. He, he was our first free agent signing. No, we signed. No, no, no. We signed Darby way before we signed him, dude. We well, we signed. I I know for a fact we signed him in March. He was not like a late. Like oh hey, no. let's just throw in the towel and see if we can get this. 
Yeah, but he was previously on a team and they released him. Like, the Bears released him. Like, it wasn't like he was under contract with the Bears. Then he was released. And it was like, oh, why would you release somebody that's actually a great cornerback? And then, no, we were, no, we were, we were. We were hyped up about it because we get Kyle Fuller and you don't got to trade for him. That's the reason why we were hyped up about it is you didn't have to trade for him. Because before he was under contract with the Bears, they released him and then we picked him up after he got released. I mean, I, I know we picked him after. I, I'm just, I'm again. This is just, this is. I'm, just, I'm just, I'm, I'm always going to be skeptical. I'm not, I'm not skeptical about like the the facts of like, oh, he was released and they signed. I'm not, but I'm, I'm skeptical about like all these reasonings that that are just now coming out now that now that we saw him play some a few bad games and didn't trade him like that. that I just. I'm taking it all with a grain of salt because literally no oh, one no. said anything like this before now. Well, well obviously, literally nobody, obviously. anywhere. No, I don't so I, I, that, to me, that's just that's that's all surprising. Like, why? Why? I, I, I just haven't I haven't heard that anywhere. And so, and I, you know, I'm constantly listening Broncos podcasts. I'm constantly uh, reading NFL news. Constantly, like. Literally, when I'm working, you know, I have podcasts playing like eight hours a day. Um, so I it, 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 same as me. It's just, it's just this is. I don't, you know. Anyway, it's not a big deal. They didn't trade him, so play him. That's that's really what it boils down to. If you're going to pay someone nine and a half million dollars, I don't care if now that a report comes out that he was done before we signed him, you, you signed him for nine and a half million dollars. So you damn well better play him because you didn't well, trade yeah, him. Now you have to literally play him because now Callahan's and, out. So and I don't think, literally play him. I don't think there's, I, and I also, I, I do not believe that there's not one of 31 teams that would, would have been not willing to trade a uh, seventh rounder for him. I just don't think that's, I don't think that's a realistic no, thing. I no, guarantee. I don't, th- I don't think. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure somebody would have been like, "Hey, I don't think that." W- I, we'll I think the issue is. Books. I think the issue is that we wouldn't have traded him for a seventh rounder. Which, if you were never going to play him again, why not? I guarantee. Because of the Bryce Callahan injury, if that if that if that injury didn't happen, I guarantee. He probably would have been moved. Under un, understood, but that but that's just that that it furthers my point that if you are not going to get anything from him or for him, then you have to play him. Oh yeah yeah you, period now now you actually have to play him like but that, to- that's all that's all I'm saying I you know I like I feel like we're just talking in circles here like yeah. That's, oh, we're that's, that was my that dude. was my first point. Like, if you didn't trade him, then you better play him. I guarantee they. Pro- I guarantee the Eagles who got Kerry Vincent Jr. They probably offered a sixth or seventh rounder for Fuller, and we probably said no. Take Kerry Vincent instead. 
Probably. Which in my mind, why? Like, if you were never going to play him again, then Cole carry Vincent up to get some valuable playing time or valuable experience and get rid of the nine and a half million dollars. Like that's, that's where my thinking is at. That would have been a good move is keep Carrie Vincent, get rid of the $10 million contract. That would have been the the better move. I agree with that one. That would have been the better move. I know that. And that's why I'm saying now. So regardless of Bryce Callahan, now you have to play him. Because you said no to whatever it was. And now we So you can't just say you're never playing again. This is why now we're going right back in the the absolute like not you, but like if somebody doesn't play him after you did not get anything for him, then you are the absolute dimmest bulb. In the closet, like there's just oh, yeah. no excuse for that, because if you have him on the bench paying him nine and a half million dollars, then all that. But you won't play him. You won't actually put him in the damn game. Then what you're doing is you're paying him money that he shouldn't be getting. You're not getting a draft pick that you should have gotten. And the young players are not getting experience that they should. So you're yeah, doing a disservice at every single level. If you still choose not to play him. Yeah. Cause again, Gary that's aside Vincent, from Bryce Callahan, Bryce Callahan yeah, just accentuates it. Yeah. Cause Carrie Vincent's not really on the roster. So I mean, do I understand that? Yeah. They, they really F that one up. They, you know, they should have got rid of Fuller. Kept I, I, I'm not saying see what you get with that guy at least but i'm not saying that i'm not saying they should or should not have traded him i'm saying that if you're not going to then you have to play him that's that's all i'm saying i'm not trying to make the point that they should have traded him nor am i trying to make the point that they should not have traded him i'm just making the point that if your decision was that we're not going to trade you and get something out of you then you can't just keep saying you're going to not touch the field that's it. Yeah. That's it. They're because then you're doing di- a disservice to literally every person on the team, and you're doing a disservice to the money. You're doing a disservice to everybody. You're you're doing it wrong. It's tell me it's ten million dollars down the drain. It's like it's like like looking at the Texans. Like, all right, yo, so you keep this guy on the. It's what what they're doing with with the Sean Watson. Oh no, we're not gonna. We actually, I don't think they know what a little the bit different because that wasn't just hey, I played four bad games and so now I'm never going to touch the field again. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a true, little but... different. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, like, very true. I mean, <laughs> that's not. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, I mean, get what you're true. saying that he's on the roster, getting paid all this money, and it's for nothing. And not, yeah, and and, and, nothing. and in that regard, yeah, th- there's a similarity there, but you don't have a moral reason not to play Fuller. There's a moral reason not to play Watson. True. And I think with, with Fuller is it, it, it always comes back down to the, the coaching staff. I not saying that Fuller is the greatest. I mean, he was good. No, I'm not either. Going back to the, you know, you know, obviously the, you know, Boise state days and stuff like that. But, you know, 
you know, aside from that, like, you know, the guy was a good cornerback for, you know, like, like eight years or whatever. He played at Virginia Tech, not Boise State. That's right, Virginia Tech. Other favorite team. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened. It, it, I, I honestly think it's, it's got to be Vic Fangio, honestly. Oh yeah, Vic. He just gets bitter. He's just he, nobody. He's, he's not a player's coach at all. Uh, he doesn't know how to relate to his players, and he gets mad, and so he's just gonna stick stick to his stubbornness. I mean, there's no denying. Like, I think we all we all agree. Every everyone was in agreement or in agreement that Fuller needed to be not starting anymore, based on those. That doesn't mean sure. that, that and, and we're circling back, and we we really just need to move on from this topic. But uh, that doesn't mean that you never play the guy again. And the whole right. not trading him is just accent, accentuating that. Like, perfect. If you if your decision, Fangio, was that you're never going to play him again, then awesome. Let Peyton know that so that he can get something out of him. True. But now you've decided, yeah. no, we don't want to get something out of him. So, okay, perfect. Now, now then, you got to give him another chance then. you Like, not necessarily in the starting lineup, but you got to give him a chance to redeem himself because he had a few, a stretch of bad games. After having a fairly decent year last year, he had a stretch of bad games to start out this year, which it wasn't True. every game wasn't bad. It was just a couple of them, you know, because he played right. excellent in the game. against. Everyone played excellent in the game against the, uh, uh, you know, the Jets and stuff like, you know, but like, uh, of course, right. So it's not so it wasn't every game, but we were all in agreement. Hey, Darby needs to get back because Fuller's not cutting it as a starter. But he still still should play because he can. Most players, unless he's actually hit the wall, like most players, you know, they can bounce themselves back, like Simmons did. They can bounce themselves back from playing bad football. Simmons had played some bad football this year, and he bounced back. Like, yeah, a little bit. But yeah. but you're never. But no one, no one can bounce back if you're not on the field. Like you can't, you can't bounce back if you don't play another snap the, the rest field. of the year. Right. I so think, that, uh, that's all. Like, I'm just saying, like, okay, he had some bad games, and you're right. He shouldn't be starting, but he still should be playing if you're paying him that much money and choosing not to get compensation for it. Almost $10 million. I, yeah. I think, I think, honestly, I think. Um, Can't bench everyone time, who has four bad games when you're paying them $10 million. <laughs> right, exactly. I think that the Broncos should, uh, you know, when we play the Raiders again, should put. Kyle Fuller on Henry Ruggs the third. <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. That's a dirty joke. That's a dirty joke. You yeah. know Henry. You know Henry Ruggs just killed a human being. DUI, right? Yes. Yeah. So, all right. My bad. That was a dirty joke. <laughs> You're good. I just did. I guess I just didn't get why you Kyle Fuller on him. I don't know. I think. Kyle I think Fuller, if you did that, yeah. you'd just be putting them yep. both on the same bench. <laughs> well, well, they're definitely gonna be on the same damn bench. 
but the reason why I said that joke is because Henry Ruggs dusted Kyle Fuller. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Dusted uh, Kyle Fuller. And that was that. Yeah, that's right. He was going be wait, no, 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 wait, hold on. No, yeah, it was him, right? No, no, no. Right? Darby, we, Darby right. got dusted by Ruggs. Was it Darby? No, because he had been benched by that game. Fuller uh, hardly played in the, right. in the Raiders yeah, my game. Joke that, uh, damn yeah, my... because the last, I think the last game, game Fuller played in with any like regularity was Pittsburgh, where he got uh, dusted by Claypool. Uh, by, by Claypool, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then because yeah. the whole talk was like, hey, Darby's on rugs because they both have like 4-3 speed. Yeah. But then rugs still obviously beat him. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. Uh, apparently, yeah, rugs <laughs> runs fast and dries fast. Okay, we're done. We're moving on. Uh, I don't have <laughs> anything else that I really want to cover. Obviously, Real quick, I mean, we we hardly touched on the, the the game this week at all, just because Von Miller thing, and yeah, it, apparently Fuller became a huge topic that we probably shouldn't have spent that much time on. Um, but look, a win's a win. I feel good about wins. I know a lot of Broncos country just like, hey, lose every game because uh, we want picks. I'm just not like that. Nope. And that and if your coaching staff is like that, then you got a terrible coaching staff. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, what? It's kind of like sometimes you want I think to win every like, game. When, those fans that, that that want that. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not to say that I don't understand it in any way because I do understand. Like, hey, getting it, we want to try and get a franchise quarterback. Like, there's there's aspects that I definitely do understand, but at the same time, like, do you want your coaching staff to be coaching to lose? No. Okay. If not, no. then then what is it that you want? Like, are you rooting for inco- like? I are you? It's just it's just like this weird like gray area. Like your your coaching staff can't can't have that mentality of like, oh hey yeah we're not very good anyway so we're just gonna bag it in this year and uh, we'll just get some draft picks and uh, start over next. Like you would hate your you would hate your coaching staff if your coaching staff was like that. So oh, you yeah, can't 100%. also you can't be like that like like as as a fan like I I don't know I'm just like it I know it's kind of this weird gray area sometimes sometimes I have the temptation of like hey just may as well lose every other game uh but no, like never. but I lo- but never. as a fan I want to see my t- team win games and I'm going to savor the wins I'm going to enjoy the wins I'm not yeah, going to be like every- oh well we should have lost how dare they win a game like I'm just that's just not me as a fan that's just not the kind of kind no. of fan that I am and I oh, if I'm going to if I'm going to root for the team to lose then I should then I should excuse the coaching staff for doing the same you know well, I can't I, yeah. I can't say hey you better lose every other game but then hey fire the coaching staff because they're losing that the, the that makes no sense that's no, dim. every no every time we watch a Broncos game I there's not at one point ever watching the Broncos game is that have I ever been like I hope we lose so we you know we get a you know a better draft pick I watch yeah. Broncos games because I want to see wins yeah yeah I mean yeah the win that we just had the win that we just had was uh uh 
not good. Even though we won the game, it wasn't a great game, you know, because, you know, the coaching staff was like, hey, how can we possibly lose this game? I'll do everything humanly possible to win this game, uh, to lose this game. But, you know, the only reason they really won it, thank God for Shelby Harris that knocked down a couple of, you know, a couple of kicks. They didn't do that. We wouldn't have won that game. You know, you fumbles, bad play call by Pat Shermer. Um, But I'm never one of those, you know, those fans like, hey, you know, if we, you know, I mean, we're still four and four. I mean, we're tied with the Chiefs. Yeah. What the hell happened to them? But, (laughs) um, but, you know, we're still we're still tied. The Raiders, the Raiders had a bye week. Um, The Chargers lost. Um, I mean, it's not, uh, you know, we it's wide open. We're still in it. I mean, we're still in. We're still in it. it. It's really wide open. It really is now. And I'm not saying that with like a hope with some kind of mirage that we're suddenly just going to win every game. That's, that's not going to happen. Um, but the chiefs True. don't look good. The Chargers no. lost. The Raiders are a dumpster fire in terms of off the field stuff. Obviously now they and, don't have their number one. Wide and out. they often collapse. They often collapse. Um, yeah, they're out and there, so it, head coach and their wide receiver now. And, and and so things are really wide open. Like at four and four, you can't pack it in. You can't pack it in at four and four when you're a ha- you're a half game out of a playoff spot. Literally. You're a half game out of a playoff spot. You can't pack it in. Like, I'm sorry. Like, like you do not understand the point if you want to pack it in at four and four. You're missing the point. And I so so I, I just I get it. Like, I get it. A lot of people's like, well, because you know, because of this and that, because our coaching staff's really bad, or because we don't have a franchise quarterback, or because uh, because we can't beat uh, whatever you know, whatever it is, because we've only beat bad opponents, whatever it is, because of these things, I don't feel like we're going to win these games. So let's pack it in. Right. I would honestly agree with that, in the sense that I don't feel like we're going to win a ton more games. I believe it's primarily because the coaching staff, everyone may, you know, some people will agree with me. Some people won't. I, but definitely, I don't believe, I don't believe that we're going to win a ton more games because our schedule is not really easy (laughs) from this point on. Um, Not great, but, but regardless of whether I feel like we're going to win a lot of games or not, if we're still in a position where we, we kind of control our own destiny, you cannot pack it in. Like, you can't do it. Regardless of what I feel like, you have right. to try to win every game at least. Again, I, I still, you know, referencing back to what I just said about you should always root for to win, but like, but at least while you're still in the race, like, well within the race, like, 
this division is suddenly looking like it's wide open. And we're only a half game out of the playoff spot. And we're four and four. We don't even have a losing record. Like we don't even have a losing record. And we're like, yeah, let's pack it. Like, again, you're not saying that. And not every Broncos fan saying let's pack it in. But like the, the most vocal part of Broncos country definitely is. The loud minority. It's like I call, like I call them. The loud minority is definitely like, hey, let's pack it in. Oh, they're trying to pack that, it in, but you got you got to yeah. Think, let's right, so. trade literally every player on the roster. Like, yeah, I'm just they're like, at, can't. It's because they're out of their mind. But you got to think. You got to look at it this way: the Broncos play the Cowboys on the seventh. Then we got to mm-hmm. play the Eagles. Mm-hmm. You know that can go either way. And we play the Chargers. That's going to be a tough one. We go Chargers and Chiefs back to back. Yeah. And then we get the Lions. That's uh, if we lose the Lions, yeah. Now we start packing it in. Um, they got the Bengals, Raiders, Chargers again, Chiefs again. Ooh, that's kind of. A I'm not even looking long. ahead. I'm be honest with you. I'm I'm just not even day by day. I could just doing day by like, day. I am not looking past <laughs> one week. Like literally, I've not looked at the schedule. I know what I kind of know like the 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 opponents on the schedule, but I'm not looking at it because. It's literally, I mean, we're, you know, we're, we just got to take it one, like I be as cliche as possible. One, take day it one at game time. at a time. Like I Unfortunately. want them to surpass my expectations. Right. I, I want them to surpass yeah. my expectations. I think a coaching change has to happen in order for that to be a reality. <clears throat> I think at least at the very least offensive play caller has to change. Um, in order for that to oh. be a reality. Oh, 100%. Um, but but oh. that's what I'm going to root for. I'm going to root for them to, hey, four and four, my expectations are low. I don't expect them to win a lot of games. But 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 I do not by any stretch want to see them give up and stop trying to win the games when everything's there in front of them. When they have, they, they really do kind of control their own destiny at this point. And a lot yeah, of people are like, do. oh, well, because it's, we don't have a franchise quarterback and uh, whatever. Again, we can go over all those reasons to a blue in the face, but you got to try to win the games until it's. I mean, you got nine games left. You got nine exactly. games left. You got nine I mean, games left and you're four. You're and not four. even halfway through the season. I mean, honestly, you're not even halfway through the season. Mm. I mean, I mean, yeah, you can be, uh, yeah, yeah. If you're a Lions fan, then you're like, yeah, dude, it's over. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. you know, yeah. If we but, were, but, if we were one and seven or zero oh and eight, right? I still exactly. can't say I'd be rooting for us to lose, but I'd still be like, yeah. I mean, it it is over, you know. Yeah, but still, but as a not fan, at four and four, just... a half game out of a playoff spot with a division that's suddenly wide open. Right, because nobody saw the Chiefs being uh trash <laughs> yeah it's just it's just unreal but anyway we gotta wrap this up we're at, we're at an hour 20 now so uh you got any you got anything else that you want to leave with uh as we uh as we close up um uh, yeah so um i don't know who we're gonna be playing against with the cowboys it could be yeah. Cooper rush could be it looks Dak like Prescott. it's gonna be Dak. could be Dak, but uh I'm gonna I'm gonna put this note out there for you. I know I, I already traded, know what you're gonna say. 
if we could have traded Von Miller for our obvious best friend, obvious. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore, baby. <laughs> we could have got Kellen Moore. I, I would have shipped the entire franchise. That's the offensive play caller that I need in my life. <laughs> if we could have got Kellen Moore, that would have been awesome. Because obviously uh, the Cowboys won with a with backup Cooper quarterback Rush. with Cooper, Cooper Rush. And uh, great, great play calling by <laughs> our dude. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I, I think this. I think our offense would be – when I say yeah. on another level, it's because our offense is not good. I don't mean like on another level is in like best offense in the league. But I do think like our offense, even with the players exactly as they are, our offense would be on another level with Kellen Moore calling plays. I really believe that. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Like <clears throat> I know Teddy's numbers. Teddy's numbers have been good. Where yeah. at other times we've seen him make you know dumb mistakes like obviously <laughs> throwing the ball on that horrible play call at the end of the game Sunday, oh, it, it, yeah. you know, he, obviously yeah. he's made some mistakes, which was the expectation. The expectation was, Hey, Teddy's an average quarterback. Like he's, he's, he's oh, an average yeah. middle of the road quarterback, which is exactly what we thought we were getting. And our whole, our whole philosophy was if we can get average quarterback play, with our roster, we're going to win a lot of games. That was the yeah, whole with our thinking. Defense, and now everyone's like, cool. oh, yeah. our average quarterback is the worst quarterback. Like, no, 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 he's not. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry that we're not. losing games, but that's not why. Like, no, it's just like, sorry trash. to disappoint you. And sorry you are a fair weather fan that only watches the quarterback and you have no idea what's going on around him. <laughs> but that's not why we're trash. losing the games. Like he's he's had some bad mistakes, certainly, absolutely. But so has the entire team, and especially the coaching staff. Like I believe that if we had Kellen Moore as our play caller, oh, we would have won at least at least two more of the games that we've lost. At least two of yeah. them. I think. And, yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And and yeah. Teddy's good stats, like Teddy's borderline great stats. Wouldn't be for nothing, you know what I mean? I mean Teddy's like they wouldn't than be for nothing. Super rush, dude. <laughs> exactly, exactly. If he can get winning football from good play calling out of Cooper Rush, then they you damn well better believe he can get it out of a better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater. Again, we all know, a bad we team. all know Teddy Bridgewater is not the franchise quarterback. No one came no. in with that facade. Nobody, nobody came in with that facade that Teddy Bridgewater is a franchise. He's not, he's not, but we all came in with the idea. Oh, he's an average quarterback and Cooper rush sure as hell ain't an average quarterback. No offense to him. Nobody's ever heard of him. Honestly. Yeah, He's not an average starting quarterback <laughs> and Teddy Bridgewater, at least his numbers have been better than advertised better than what we thought we were getting. And so uh, yeah. Kellen Moore, I guarantee you, he gets the, he gets the best out of his players, not the worst. Well, you got to think of it this Shermer way. and know, Fangio get the worst out of their players. Kellen Moore gets the best out of his players, period. Kellen Moore is the head coach of that team. Yeah, McCarthy. Yeah, Mike McCarthy is just, yeah, he, he's just he, a body. He just, he's just there. He's like, he's like Joe Biden. 
He's just he's a there. warm body. <laughs> he's like Joe Biden. <laughs> he's just there. You know, he's like, yeah, I did. You know, I wake he's up, I take a shit, I pee sometimes. Oh yeah, my the, god. The guy driving. Yeah, I know, right? The guy uh, driving that team, the guy driving that team is definitely Kellen Moore. It is. It is. It is. It's Kellen uh, Moore. And I mean, you also I honestly gotta give credit. Who's your defensive coordinator? Is it Dan uh, Quinn? It is Dan Quinn. Or is it Roman? No, it's Dan Quinn. You sure? I'm About definitely second guessing myself now. Fifty six percent. Fifty six percent. It's a random number. It is Dan Quinn. It is Dan Quinn. Yeah. So it, it, it is there. There. Their offense, or I'm sorry, their team runs through their coordinators because Kellen Moore is one of the best offensive coordinators in the league, one of the best play callers in the league, and he maximizes right. the talent that's on this team. Dan Quinn, he's doing the same. I mean, he's 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 taking what was arguably the worst defense in the league last year, and he's making him basically one of the best defenses in the league this year. Trayvon it's the exact Diggs. opposite of what's <laughs> happening in Denver. Denver has the worst play caller I've ever, one of the worst play callers I've ever seen. And we've had a we've had a history of bad offensive play callers in in Denver, but we, we bad 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 offensive play caller uh, and coordinator in Shermer, and just a yep. shell of a defensive coordinator. He's just talking about a warm body. No offense yeah, to him, but Ed Donatel yeah. is just a warm body. You know, he's just a title. He's just a hanging title. And so it's like the exact opposite. It's the exact opposite. Their team runs through their coordinators. Our team has doesn't have coordinators. They have stumblers. They don't know what they're doing. <clears throat> and man, if we had if we had Kellen Moore, I'm just I'm telling you, if we had Kellen Moore, this team would be looking a lot different right now. Just with that one move. That one move, if you kept everything else the same, even the injuries and all, you make just one, one move, guy. have Kellen Moore as your offensive coordinator and, and play caller. This team this team is, is sitting at six and two. Oh, I agree 100%. I, yeah. I mean, because you, any, all the things that you just said and all the coordinators, because you got to think that's how the football team works is through the coordinators. It's not the head coaches. They're just kind of there like it's like, hey, I'm your boss. Foreman. They're foreman. Right. Exactly. They're like they're just the head they're the, the boss. I mean, other other than Fangio, who's like, well, I want to be uh I will never look at the offense and I want to be the defensive coordinator. It's like, okay, dude, are you out the of your Broncos mind? don't have a head coach. I mean, that's what it is. Oh, they, don't, yeah, they have they a don't, commune of coaches that are inadequate. They don't have a head coach. Yeah. They're just they have a commune mentality. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. They, you know, because you know, Vic Fangio tries to be a head coach, doesn't know anything. I don't know about that he offense. does try to be a head coach. He doesn't try to be an offensive. I, I mean, he, he's like he actively says, "I don't even look at the offense." Yeah, I don't think well, he. I don't. Th- I don't think he. I don't really think that he tries to be a head coach. He tries to be a defensive coordinator. That's what he tries to do. 
and then he fulfills oh. occasionally the role of head coach when when it's absolutely necessary. That's why I love it. That's why when he was like, that's why I love when everybody's like, oh, uh, oh, Vic Fangio is uh, he's a defensive uh, like su- super god, and I'm like, uh, are you guys seeing the same crap that we're looking at? No. No, well, he's not, yeah, it's, he's not adapting. Not, he's, he's not adjusting, and he's 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 all about system, not about players. He's about system. Most most coaches, if they're if all they're about is system, most coaches, if all they're about is system, they're not successful coaches. Period. The only exceptions are the only no, the only exceptions to that rule are like uh, kind of kind of the Shanahan's because they have a system. I mean, I mean, you know, where they could just West crap West, out good yeah. running backs and like, you know, it doesn't matter. Who, it's kind of plug and play And that. <clears throat> that is exceptionally rare, exceptionally rare. And even even them, even them with their systems and, you know, Mike Shannon, Kyle Shannon, even them, they still adjust to the talents of their team. You know, have to. You have to. I just don't. I don't see the Broncos ever adjust to the talent of their team. They no, do I mean, not adjust get... to the players that are on the roster and the talents that they have. Like, it, it, you know, and, and I was telling you off the air, like the fact right. that the Broncos, their offense is almost as far as like their overall, like their points per game, their red zone efficiency, their third down conversion, all those things are almost identical with two very different quarterbacks, one that was rated as the worst quarterback in the league last year. And the other one, Teddy Bridgewater, who has pretty good stats and like, doesn't turn the ball over as much, you know, things like that to have such vastly different quarterbacks and even vastly different quarterback play. Cause I mean, if you went down top to bottom, you looked at every stat, Teddy Bridgewater is vastly has been substantially better in literally every cat, pretty much every single stat that you can look at. To have that polar difference in the quarterback department and still have almost the exact same results, that's a coaching thing. That's like we don't know how to use our guys. We just don't know how. I mean, obviously, we know they don't know how to use two great running backs. I mean, they just don't, they just don't know what they're doing. They did. They, no. They're just all about their system. And, and you see what, it, what it's getting us like, yeah, hey, this is how we did it back in 1962. Work. So uh, this is how we're going to keep doing it. It's exactly. successful I'll, in the 19, yeah. in the 1943 championship game. So yeah, uh, I think it will be successful they're, again. They're fossils from the cold war, bro. They're Dude, just... I'm telling you, we got to wrap it up, man. It's an hour and a half. Uh, yeah, I did want to just say a mile high salute to one Von Miller. Of course, we love you. We love him. We love. We him. hope you're back at some point in some way. We do, but we wish you the best in the meantime, and thank you for Super Bowl Fifty and everything else you've done for this organization, Von Miller. To you, this has been. D Bronx podcast from Ian, from myself. Thank you for listening.